Hello, music teacher friends. Thanks for joining me today. This is episode number 60 of the Beyond Measure podcast. My name is Christina Whitlock, your self-proclaimed anytime piano teacher friend, and this podcast celebrates the music teaching profession and your place in it. So, welcome! All right, so at the time of publishing, we are a little over one week into the start of the year 2022. How's it going? (laughs) I know that the podcast universe is filled with episodes this week on building new routines and practices and so on and so on, but I wanted to take a different approach as we kick off this new year. I wanted to take some solid time today to talk about, well, time. Time is really the ultimate gift, isn't it? But I also happen to know most of us have a rather um, tense relationship with time. We are a profession built on big ambitions and even bigger hearts, and there's a lot of work that we want to do on this planet, right? (laughs) One of my big goals of this year is to finally try to make peace with time, to stop begrudging each day because I didn't accomplish what I consider to be enough, and to stop feeling as though I'm like flying by the seat of my pants through every moment. There are many studies these days showing that up-and-coming generations are putting more and more value on time. As in, a lot of people are no longer searching for those very highest-paying jobs because they don't want to be locked into 60-hour work weeks. It's just not worth it, regardless of how much money they could be making. Instead, Time appears to be the biggest commodity these days. Research is showing that people are more interested in finding a career that will afford them a good living while also giving them time to pursue activities and passions and experiences with their loved ones. I find this endlessly fascinating because I feel like I grew up in a time where people were willing to sacrifice just about anything for a higher salary. That endless chase of the almighty dollar, right? (laughs) Well, I think that this movement is progress. The time we get here on earth is precious. I mean, I don't want to be a downer, but we are all one freak accident or one diagnosis away from a very different life. So how frequently do you find yourself wishing for more time? (laughs) All the time, right? More time in your warm, snuggly bed in the morning. (laughs) Do you wish for more time to read or to exercise or to practice? (laughs) I mean, we're musicians here. We never get enough time to practice, do we? Most likely, if I sat across from you today and I asked you what you would do if you had more time, 
you could probably rattle off a long list of things, right? Well, I know this is the season when we are bombarded with statements like, it's now or never, or live your best life today, whatever it might be. Honestly, sometimes I think we're being sold a message that life is supposed to be filled with things that bring us only enjoyment and satisfaction all the time. And of course, that's just not true. It's a recipe for discontentment, actually. But I mean, we have work to do, friends. (laughs) Work, like teaching music, which can be very rewarding, but not necessarily every moment of every day. Am I right? And that is precisely why I feel so strongly about the work we do. If anything is worth our investment in this life, it's the people who are going to live beyond us. If we are not making our mark on the communities around us, I mean, what's the point? I say all of that to remind us that the time we are spending on our work And the time we are spending on our creative endeavors, the time we are resting to prepare for all those things, that is time well spent. It matters. It's important. And I feel like this time of year, we can get overcome with all these messages to completely reprioritize our lives. I know that could be a helpful reminder in some cases, But it really doesn't mean that today you need to feel guilty or feel pressured to do some kind of giant overhaul on how you spend your time. (sighs) Speaking of, (laughs) it recently struck me how flippantly we use the phrase spending time. I mean, I've said it probably 10 times in the last five minutes. We'll say things like, oh, I spent an hour on the phone today with customer service. Or we'll ask our students how they spent their winter break. Have you ever stopped and thought about that phrase, spending time? I mean, we know what it is to spend our money. But isn't it interesting that we use the same phrase to relate to time? When we spend our money, we exchange it for something that we want or that we need. So imagine for a moment you have 24 single dollar bills in your wallet and you have to go shopping and whatever you don't spend, it just poof, disappears. Now, you are all very smart people And you can see where I'm going with this. (laughs) That $24 in your wallet equals 24 hours of our day, right? We do spend our time each day. Every time the clock chimes, we are handing over another dollar bill from our wallet. The question is, what are we getting from it? Humor me, and let's think of different ways that we could spend those $24 in our wallet. (laughs) We could run into the dollar store, or that front section of Target, and we could grab just about anything in our paths. That's the route my 11-year-old takes. And 
Sometimes life is like that. We just float from one thing to the next thing, whatever presents itself, and we end up at the end of the day with a collection of random bits and pieces. And, you know, we don't have anything terribly substantial to show for our money, but we did get a bunch of stuff. (laughs) To flip back to our time analogy, you know, we spent an hour commuting, an hour folding the laundry, three hours teaching. I mean, you get the idea. Sometimes that's life, a collection of small tasks that just add up to a whole day. Some of you who might be more scrupulous with your budgets might take that $24 in your wallet and buy only one or two really useful things. Sure, you would probably still want to buy more, but you would recognize the limitations of that $24, right? (laughs) And at the end of the day, you wouldn't necessarily have a lot to show for your money, but you did take care of something substantial. You know, like say you spent all day adjudicating a local festival or cleaning out your walk-in closet. (laughs) Whatever. Some days are like that. But let's think about a third option. Some of us, myself sometimes included, might get so wrapped up in the limitation of those $24, they might struggle to spend it on anything. You know, our brains can fill with all of the thoughts of how we would spend $50 or $1,000. And instead of figuring out how best to spend that $24, we might just end up spinning our wheels until, poof, the $24 disappears. Are you ever guilty of that? Do you tell yourself that you don't have an hour to exercise, so you miss the opportunity to do something for 10 minutes instead? Do you avoid practicing because you don't have a big chunk of time to sit down, even though we all know that we can actually accomplish quite a lot with 10 minutes here and 10 minutes there? Well, that, friends, is where the trouble lies. Sometimes we end up spinning our wheels so much through the day that we end up just tossing those dollar bills in the trash can. And that, of course, is nothing any of us want to do. So we have to make peace with the time we are given. I think it's really, really important to accept the fact that there are only $24 in your wallet. (laughs) unlike actual money here, uh, you know, there is no chance of getting any more than those 24 hours. You can't work harder and score more than 24. It doesn't matter who you know or what you've done or not done. That is a finite amount of time to spend. Unlike, of course, the infinite number of things we would like to be accomplishing in that time. (laughs) Believe me, I get it. I'm telling you all this today because I am so over feeling busy. (laughs) I don't like feeling like I am constantly falling short of what I need and want to get done. Some of us Um, have lived in this state of mind for so long that we just accept it as reality, and it doesn't have to be that way. 
the truth is, in this scenario, (laughs) I have those $24 to spend. And I don't want to spin out and end up tossing any of them in the trash just because I'm too busy thinking of all the things I can't do. I also don't want to live in a constant state of buyer's remorse, where I kick myself saying, ugh, I should have bought that instead. (laughs) So, just like anyone who is trying to be more cautious with their finances, we need to put ourselves on a budget. A time budget. (laughs) One of my big takeaways from the last year is the fact that I let tasks stress me out because I haven't allotted time for them in my day. So if I end up at the grocery store for an hour and a half, and then it takes me 30 minutes to get everything put away and prepped at home, then that's two hours out of my day that I often don't expect to spend. Or doing laundry, or those pesky bathrooms that like to be cleaned, or prepping dinner before lessons begin, or whatever it might be. All of those things, friends, take time. And the only logical choices we have are to either outsource them or to actually build them into our schedules. Okay, I have to say one quick thing about this. Because please, 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 please do not listen to this and think that I am advocating a mindset of having to be quote-unquote productive with your entire day. Notice, I said nothing about wasting your time by resting, or watching some TV, or scrolling your phone. Because honestly, if you are doing those things intentionally for a purpose, like resting, well, that's just as important as lots of other things you're doing in your day. The trick is to make sure you are cognizant of the fact that you are indeed spending your time doing those things, that you are comfortable trading those minutes or those hours for that benefit. If you are not happy with your return on investment for that time, then that, friends, is what you need to think about. But you're not going to hear guilt from me. (laughs) I do have a whole episode devoted to the importance of acknowledging rest. It's episode 29, if you want to jump back and take a listen to that. But doing things to chill out is something that is very important to me. And it just doesn't do us as much good unless we actually acknowledge the rest for what it is. Okay, so now I'm curious. Are there items in your life that would benefit from a clear budget of your time? (laughs) Do you need to allocate X amount of time dollars to domestic tasks or quiet time or practice time (laughs) so that you're sure you're feeling like your best self? Good then go do it. That is really important. And friends, that's my message for you today at the start of this new year. Take some time today to think about the value of your time and how you are indeed spending it. 
Do you need to make a projected budget of how you are going to spend your time this week? Then go do it. I really hope this illustration is helpful as a reminder that our time each day is a finite resource, unlike our many ambitions with how to use that time, right? And now it is time for a toast to close out our day. Music teacher friends of the world, I am raising my glass to you today, acknowledging we are all guilty of expecting too much from our days from time to time. Some of us live in near constant states of disappointment over how little we are yielding from our days. May 2022 be a year where we spend our time smarter, making solid choices over what is getting our attention and what isn't, but may we also see our daily responsibilities and our contributions for what they really are. They are the life that we are living, my friends, (laughs) and we have the power to do really important work here. So cheers to you, my very inspired teacher friends here here. Thank you for listening to my ultra-philosophical 60th episode. (laughs) I know you just spent about 25 cents of today's time budget on listening to my voice, and that is, well, really humbling to know. Don't forget about my new Patreon site. That's a place where I am delivering up some of my very best bonus content unavailable anywhere else from me. This month over there, we're talking about the art of written communication and how to be consistently effective and endearing in your emails and texts and whatever else is. So you can get access to all of that material for just $13 by clicking on the link in the show notes. Or if you aren't finding it, just send me an email at beyondmeasurepodcast at gmail.com and I'll get you all set up. Until next week, hey, I'm debuting a new tagline for the new year. (laughs) This year, I'm going to close every episode with the simple but poignant advice, onward and upward, my friends. (laughs) 